You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Tuesday's edition of Locked On ACC. You've got Candace Cooper and J.J. Jackson from Locked On Blue Devils here to talk to you about all things number four, number five, number six in rankings. We are going to get things popping. It's going to be a fun show because yesterday you heard number one, two, three with Clemson. You heard about Miami. You heard about North Carolina. You heard a lot of tension when it came to De'Aaron King versus Sam Howell. Man, oh, man, I, I don't feel like that's going to be the case today, but you never know what you're going to get with this show, which means it's going to be a good vibe. JJ, how was your weekend? Good weekend. Excited to get back uh, into the swing of things this week. And I liked our idea, our format here, taking the 24-7 sports team rankings and kind of evaluating these football teams as we get ready for this 2021 season. So good weekend and uh, excited to be chatting with you again, Candace. Absolutely. And I feel like it's just crazy how we're really gearing up for football, not only just having football, but it seems like things are getting back to normal with the, all the fans being welcomed back. And I kind of am just super excited about that. Yeah, no, I'm, I can't wait <laughs> to see every stadium back at full capacity. I'm glad we had the sport this past yeah. year in 2020. But as everyone knows, it just looked different when you have limited capacity or nobody there at all whatsoever. I think some of your best moments have happened because of the crowd's involvement yeah. in that moment with how excited they can get and that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, bring all the fans. Give it to me. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and we know three teams that have some pretty solid fan energy between Florida State, Pittsburgh, and Virginia, the three teams that are ranked four, five, and six, respectively, with this 24-7 sports rankings. And I want to know your thoughts just straight out the gate. Are you looking Florida State? I'm just like, oh, number four, huh? Are we getting back to the Florida State of old? Yeah, that's the big question is, are we getting back to the Florida State of old? As, as you just said there, Candace, second year of Mike Norvell coming in. And uh, for Florida State, in recent memory, taking aside the past couple of years that we've seen, this has been the number two program in the conference football-wise mm-hmm. outside of Clemson. You go back to their national championship victory, the 2013 season over Auburn. In that title game with Jameis Winston, they go back and they played in the very first college football playoff with Alabama, Ohio State, and Oregon. Uh, and Jameis Winston was still there at quarterback. They've got a Heisman Trophy winner in recent memory in the aforementioned Jameis Winston. And so what does this year look like for Florida State, I think, is the big question. And it starts at the quarterback spot. And yeah. I, I got to tell you, I'm rooting for Mackenzie Milton, who came in from Central Florida. Absolutely. Anytime you go through – an injury like that where you don't even know if your career is going to be able to continue with those horrific leg injuries that we can see from time to time in football. The fact that he's willing to put himself back out there, go through all the hard work to give him a chance to play. We saw how good he was at central Florida. He won a a new year six bowl over Auburn a couple of years ago in Atlanta in the peach bowl. So I'm, I'm fired up to see how good this guy can be 
um, at, at quarterback for Florida State. And uh, no Florida State fan by any means, but I'll definitely be rooting for their quarterback. I think they got a good one. <laughs> no doubt. It's giving what was the former quarterback from the Washington football team uh, his story? Alex Smith. Alex Smith, yes. Yeah. Giving that comeback story. So, of course, we're rooting for him. It's funny because Drake from Locked On Seminoles, he is a big uh Jordan Travis fan and so he's kind of feeling like if things go shaky for Milton Travis will be the one who kind of comes in so it's a lot of questions but I also think like being at number four you're knocking on the door trying to get into top three but it's crazy that your your you know arch enemy <laughs> Miami is a team that has certainly gone through the ups and downs of things and coach Norvell has a lot of pressure on him this season I think if, this, if there was ever a season where he has to get it right you can't let Miami get into that number one that number one or number two spot and then you guys kind of stink it up. That that'll just be a long season. You, and you also gotta play. I think gotta play close to Clemson because a lot of teams, you know, last year, like not for nothing, twenty twenty kind of doesn't count. But they just got blown out in the worst ways in many regards. So I just think that this is the year where you gotta tighten things up. And I know you have the superstars to do it, but you are absolutely right. It does start at that quarterback position. And when I think about the three, you know, people that are ahead of Florida State with Clemson having DJ, uh, Miami having De'Aaron King, and North Carolina having Sam Howell, I think that's why, you know, they're a step above those guys for sure. Only or why they're a step above Florida State, only because they know who's going to be their leader on offense. Another word on Mike Norvell as well, the head coach at, at Florida State that I'm intrigued by going into this next year, just his second season as well, is, you know, how does he fare against Miami and, and that kind of competitive nature that those two schools have? Because so many times in this sport, Candace, as we've seen, you were judged by your success versus your rival yeah. and what your rival's doing that you have not. I mean, take the best team in the ACC, for example, Clemson. Who's their top rival? Who do they play every single year at the end of the year? That's the South Carolina Gamecocks, yeah. who continuously have been changing coaches and coaches and coaches over the past few years, just trying to catch back up to their in-state rival in Clemson. You look at the Ohio State and Michigan rivalry. If, if Ohio State's on a big run, which they currently are, the pressure is so hot right now. The seat is incredibly hot on Jim Harbaugh, and he's having nine, ten, one seasons yeah. in the sport, but it's not enough because you're not beating Ohio State at all. In the Iron Bowl, Gus Malzahn at Auburn was just fired because he couldn't beat Nick Saban a lot. or He beat him three times. Nobody else in the sport has beat him that many times. But when you've got a big rival in your state that you're going head-to-head -head against on the football field, in recruiting, in resources, in facilities, it's an arms race. And if Mike Norvell in his second year continues to fall further and further back behind Miami, things could get in trouble. So this year is way, way important for him. He still has all the capabilities in the world to do that. This is just a much bigger step up for him than when he was the head coach at Memphis. No doubt. And then we talk about Pittsburgh, right, sitting right at number five position. And I think, you know, fair enough. Coach Narduzzi has done a lot, but we had a lot of questions when we were going over and analyzing the team individually about who was going to lead that offense. We're still, not, again, having a little quarterback issue on that side. And then defensively, they lost a lot of key weapons, right? They're not, they don't have the same powerhouse. They have guys who opted out. And so you're just kind of trying to figure out who Pittsburgh really is. And I'm still scratching my head because half the time I can't even even remember that they're in the ACC like no tea no shade they're just not a dominant football program yeah no I'm excited to see uh Pittsburgh as well this year um five is a little crazy for me to kind of look <laughs> there and and it's no disrespect to, to Pittsburgh at all because I do think that uh, Pat Narduzzi 
has done a great job kind of sustaining that program in, in a way, making them relevant. They have played well in bigger games. They haven't necessarily won the big games or gotten over the hump yet. The, the best they had was the year in, um, what was that, 2018, when they played in the ACC Championship, representing the Coastal Division, a good year for Pat Narduzzi, but then they've fallen back a little bit ever since. So how can you climb to that next hump? And when you don't have dudes, it's just hard. And I don't necessarily know that uh, Pittsburgh is going to have dudes to come in right away and uh, be able to compete in the ACC. I love that, dude. That's really, really key and clutch. And I think you need some dudes. (laughs) You need people who are like you are, you know, when it comes on Saturday morning, you got to watch out for this guy. And I think offensively, they haven't really had that in a way. You know, they have a strong offensive line, but that quarterback position. Can we talk about him? A lot of people give him a lot of flag. And his name is Kyle, but I can't think of his last name to save my life at the moment. But of course, it's because I'm doing a show right now. (laughs) Yeah, no, that always happens. Yeah, I mean, but the, the quarterback position, is you got to be able to win. You've got to find a way to win football games, and it starts at quarterback. Kenny Pickett, that's what I knew it was a K. Kyle, yeah, Kenny, there we go. That was saying. Kenny Pickett, that's what I'm talking about. Kenny Pickett is a guy who a lot of people are not really high on, and that's so unfortunate because if you think about what we all know, it's like the quarterback, who are your you know star core receivers, and then everybody else, right? And not having a strong quarterback is definitely something that has hindered Pittsburgh in the past, and maybe this will be his year of stepping up, but I, you know. We'll yeah, no, I mean, look, he's, <laughs> he's, he's getting some hype. I mean, it'll be his redshirt senior year for Kenny Pickett. Um, I've been reading that he's on the Davey O'Brien Award Watch List, yeah. an All-American Watch List, Manning Award Watch List, the Johnny Unitas. So all the quarterback awards, they're putting Kenny Pickett's name into that category. And so that's awesome for Pittsburgh that you've got a quarterback that's getting that high of praise. But what does he have around him, as you were kind of alluding to? Is the offensive line going to be back and playing good football to keep him upright, not forcing him to leave the pocket too early? And are his wide receivers and and running backs going to be ready to uh, kind of help him out? Absolutely. I mean, he has the height at 6'3". He has the weight at 220. He has the arm strength, right? I think overall it's just someone who really has to – take care of the ball and has to ensure that, you know, he has, he meets his receivers where it's needed. He doesn't turn the ball over. He makes sure that he gets the right yardage and he doesn't overdo it. Sometimes he gives me Sam Howell vibes where you just do too much. Like if you're not the quickest out the gate, you know, you don't have to try and scramble, right? You don't have to try and make the Patrick Mahomes play. Like, just do what you know best and be a great game manager. Finally, to harp on our four, five, and six, going to number six, Virginia. We talked a lot, a lot about Brendan Armstrong and his abilities to lead right in quarterback position, but I feel like Virginia football, even though they were the Coastal champions only a couple years ago, still are kind of in the middle of the road, if at best. And I think it's just Mendenhall. I don't want to say his seat is hot, but like we were talking about playing rivalry matchups, you got to ha- play tough against Virginia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. You're always going to be compared against the Hokies uh, when you're the head coach at, yeah. at Virginia, and that's exactly what Bronco Mendenhall is doing. I, I think he's done a fine job there leading Virginia after coming over from BYU, but can you continue to sustain success? In the summertime, I feel like we're saying the same kind of cliche phrases over and over again. But I do think it's so important. So in the uh, 24-7 sports rankings, having Virginia as the number six team, I think that's about right. I do think that they've got enough talent coming back mm-hmm. this year, but I don't necessarily think it's going to mean that by any means are they going to compete for the uh, for the ACC championship. So 
um, I'm, I'm kind of cool with Virginia being in the middle of the road. I really just don't have a whole lot to say. They got some, they've got some uh, good players, and I, I like what Bronco Mendenhall is doing there in Charlottesville, but uh, I'm not quite sure that they're ready to compete for the ACC again. No doubt. But we all know that the Coastal could be crazy and it's really anybody's game because you have to put like anything can happen in the Coastal, unfortunately. It's just never, <laughs> never one thing with that bad boy. Yes, it's uh, the crazy Coastal. <laughs> now, before we jump into who is going to win the whole thing, I think I feel like I know JJ's answer, but you never know. We can get some wild, you know, random one here. I want to remind you guys that rockauto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your car or vehicle and Choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. about the ACC football you know we feel like summer everyone's saying the same things but maybe there's a different approach to who's going to win the championship and I just feel like JJ might have a different one but I'm feeling like it's going to be the same as everybody else this week who is going to take the entire ACC championship when it's all said and done as much as I want to be an outlier Candace Cooper (laughs) as tempting as it may be I also like to be correct from Mm, time to time okay Uh, and, uh, I mean, Clemson's the best team in the ACC, and I do think they're going to win the, the league again this year. You don't like just believing in somebody else and just being that guy who just steps <laughs> his neck out? And just, I, why not? You know, it's it's important to, to uh, have a, a couple of people that are going to jump off the plank with you, in my <laughs> eyes, sink or swim. And, um, look, I, I do think North Carolina is going to be really impressive this year. I love Sam Howe. I, and, and, look, I, I host Locked On Blue Devils. As people know, I'm a Duke guy saying this, yeah. but he's that good. I mean, he's that much of a difference maker in college football. But Clemson is Clemson, and Dabo Sweeney has gotten his formula down to a T. Every guy that comes in three or four years later when they're leaving, they're being drafted into the NFL. They're all Americans. They're winning ACC championships. They're competing for national championships at the end of the day. And I think that uh, DJ Uyungle is going to step right in and be able to replace Trevor Lawrence with some of the weapons they've got on the offensive side of the ball. It's also going to be tough replacing Travis Etienne and some of those guys. But look, it's Clemson, and the next man is going to be able to step up and move on. So um, I'm excited. I want to see Clemson and North Carolina play in the ACC championship because I'm always a guy that, that wants to see the two best teams duke it out. And in my eyes, those are the two best schools. But I think Clemson wins the title. Well, maybe, you know, Clemson just needs to go ahead and be in the SEC because I feel like they've done everything <laughs> they need to do when it comes to the ACC, right? You got how many championships do you want to win? How many times yeah. do you want to be the quote-unquote fake yeah. Like Maybe you need to step up the competition because clearly, you know, playing teams like Ohio State was not really in your repertoire this past season getting, you know, beat out by them. And you couldn't no even doubt. hold a candle to Alabama, right? I would even argue that's half the teams in the SEC. You could probably, you know, have a not a fair shake. Yeah. Georgia, I think you could be all I think could beat them. So I'm just like, maybe you need better competition. Or or they, or does ego say Dabo Sweeney doesn't want to be, he doesn't want to dibble and dabble that he likes to be the best. 
Yeah. I mean, I think you obviously like to be the best. I also think that, uh, look, they're like, hey, we're worried about Clemson football. The other schools, it's their problem that they're not catching up to us um, and, and what we're being able to put out on the field each and every week. And uh, in terms of competing against the SEC, that would definitely be fun. That would kind of move more towards the super conference idea that a lot of people have um, in, in terms of getting the best football teams all in one conference and kind of letting it play out that way. Uh, because also a game to bring up Clemson versus the SEC uh, is two years ago in 2019 when Clemson played the national championship game versus LSU and Joe Burrow lit them up and I mean, won the title easily. That wasn't even close, Mm -hmm. Uh, but all that to be said, Clemson takes care of their business. They get the job done. Um, If they wanted to come to the SEC, I would probably say, okay, Vanderbilt. Now you go to the ACC because there's nothing relevant about <laughs> Vanderbilt football at all. They're always the uh, they're always the the joke in SEC mm-hmm. football. It's like, oh yeah, well, you know, the SEC East has to play Vanderbilt at least once a year. So, um, and geographically, it would make sense to have Clemson in the SEC East. But uh, no, I think they're going to be in the uh, ACC. They're, they'll be there to stay, and I think they won the title this year. That is very interesting you say that. I think If Vanderbilt, there's a team to replace, it'd be yeah, Vanderbilt. Yeah, you could definitely be like a Wake Forest, a Duke, you know, private The school. ACC would then kind of expand their footprint a little bit and pick up a Tennessee school. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you would lose a school in South Carolina, but uh, South Carolina hasn't even been that great in football recently, and they were one of the original members uh, of the ACC and have played in the ACC before, so – Maybe bring them back. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, and talking about basketball, Jerry Sackhouse coaches at Vanderbilt, and you know you right? already had that ACC. Look at that. I mean, I'm just saying you might be on to something. We're putting You're some things something together. Spicy. Yeah, I, I knew it. But I was even going to argue that maybe Clemson should consider the Notre Dame round. Just be independent. Just go play. Yeah. Like, you play when you want to play them. Pick you want to play a, schedule. <laughs> you want to play a Coastal Carolina? Do that. You want to play a Miami? Go for it. You want to play an Alabama? Sure. Like maybe they just need to go ahead and be that independent vibe and play you know whoever they feel like and go yeah. from there because i do think that they'll bring those tv deals in that high quality especially if they try something different because everyone's going to be like oh well you guys think you can play the best of the best let's see it so it will be must see tv and we all know branding and media rights is everything for people these days but interesting you brought it up i mean the tv deal is what you would have to figure out and look if you're clemson and you put out a good product every year I'm sure there are a top, a bunch of top executives that would want to air your games. So Clemson folks, if you're listening, I'm just saying maybe things to consider when we bring back our Locked on Tigers podcast. It might be something to consider about whether or not Clemson should just go ahead. They've done everything they need to do, right? Or this could be the year that somebody beats them. I'm hoping that it's Carolina, but I don't think it's anybody. I hope I I said yesterday, I think they're going to drop one. Like, I think they're going to drop a game that everyone's not expecting. It's going to be like one of those random Syracuses or Pittsburgh games. That sure. I think they're going to drop one this season. I don't think they're going to go perfect like normal. like or like. But ultimately, know. ultimately, you think they're going to win the championship? <sighs> I'm a homer. So, you, <laughs> <Deep breath. laughs> you know, I can't. I can't say that. I really think that Carolina – I don't want to get too excited about Carolina because every time I get excited about Carolina, they let me down. So <laughs> I have to keep myself as a realist. I'm like one of the humble aunties that's like, yeah, you're good, but not good enough. You, you know, you haven't done nothing yet. Like, let's keep you sane, but like also the same right. time, like, hell yeah, like get in the game, like super fighting for. So I, I want Carolina up. to do, I think Carolina will definitely win the Coastal. I think everyone has to stay healthy. I think they have to stay in the right 
mind frame, I think it's going to be really important for these young guys to continue to step up. Um, I really want some returners to come on back like Storm Duck. I think he's going to be a really important guy. Bo Corrales as a you know tight end. I think it's going to be really critical. So we'll see. Like I'm I will be pleasantly surprised if they do. I will absolutely not be surprised if they don't. <laughs> That's just where we're at with Carolina football, really. But I do no doubt. Uh, I think they're the two best teams, and I'm I'm ready to see that Clemson and North Carolina game in the ACC championship game. I think that'd be a classic. It would certainly be a classic. More importantly, it'll be one where you don't want to miss out on the opportunity to get in the game. And that's why you should use betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. Get all the news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and even USC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contact information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Now we're wrapping up today's show. We've got JJ in the building. And of course, third segment is always fun segment. And of course, I'd be still getting, getting to know our co-hosts, our guests here. We asked, or I asked the guys this week, I put in the email, JJ, did you read it? I read the whole email. I'm there you go. This. We asked, favorite ACC game that you ever attended, watched, what have you, and why? So, JJ, you're up. What a phenomenal question. Uh, were you thinking more football or basketball or both, or For it didn't you, matter? It can be whatever you like, because clearly there's just one that you're clearly harping on. So it could be football or basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've certainly seen a a good number of Duke basketball games over the years that I liked. I got the opportunity to see them play uh, in both the 2010 and 2015 NCAA tournaments. Saw their first and second round games, 2010 in Jacksonville, 2015 in Charlotte. Look, I must need to go back to more Duke NCAA tournament games <laughs> because they went on to win the national championship both of those years. It's a good luck charm. Uh, but in terms of a uh, a favorite game, I, I really enjoyed a few years ago uh, going to a Clemson game. Um, it was 2016, I believe. Yeah, 2016. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Auburn Tigers went and played at Clemson. Of course, I went to school at Auburn. And it was the top 10 matchup at the beginning of the year. Um, for, I'm sorry, this was 2017. First um, opportunity for Auburn to see Jarrett Sidham, who transferred in from Baylor and now is the backup for the New England Patriots. <laughs> and uh, what a crazy environment that was. Because so many times you're used to seeing Clemson host games and it be ACC competition. Well, now here's a shot to play one of the top SEC schools, a team that went on later that year to play for the SEC championship against Georgia. And it was a phenomenal game back and forth. Clemson's defensive front got after Jarrett Stidham and uh, Clemson ultimately ended up winning the game. But that environment was unbelievable. Um, uh, the Saturday night that we spent there at Clemson. There's was fun. nothing better. Yeah. I think there's nothing better than a true, you know, football atmosphere where the, where the stadium is packed and just, you know, the teams are going head to head and it's a great game. I hate blowouts. Like I, I think some right. of your team is killing like, no, nah, I love good games where like every play matters. I think for me, 
it's just different in the basketball, right? Because because something about the the outdoor environment, I I don't know. It's just it it can't be replicated when we're talking about being outside, crazy crazy big football stadiums, eighty ninety thousand people. I mean, you just get more people in there first and foremost. You're outside, and it's just chaos, and it's awesome. And I'll say for me, I have several. So of course, okay. throughout the week, I will share. But I think I think in twenty what was it now twenty nineteen when Carolina played Clemson, and Carolina lost. But that was like the first game where I was like, oh, okay. You know, Carolina's nothing to, to sniff at. I think that was the first game, and I was reporting on the game, so I was like trying to be neutral and unbiased. But like, come on, no it doubt, was too yeah. exciting not to be super excited about Carolina. Almost one play, like it took one play going forward on fourth down. Carolina was housed. Like the defense, just there was no way. Sure, they could have gone to overtime, but we would have got spanked. Like. Clemson kind of woke up as the game was going on, right? So going forward on fourth down, not getting in, which was like we all went in on <laughs> Coach Longo. But at the same time, looking back at it now, I was like, yeah, there ain't no way in hell. It almost would have been more embarrassing to try and go into overtime because Clemson would have done away with us. So I think it was the first time where I really was like, okay, Sam Howell might be that guy. And also our defense can finally step up and hold a candle to other, you know, top elite offenses, right? We have almost a complete team here. So I was, I was the first time I was feeling good about it. That game was crazy. That yeah. was a, a crazy, <laughs> crazy game. I remember exactly where I was for that game yeah. because, fun story, uh, I was in a wedding that day. Okay. My childhood best friend was getting married, a UNC graduate himself, obviously from the state of North Carolina. It feels like everybody I know uh, went to UNC. I'm just like the lone Duke guy out there. Just, <laughs> looking for all the Duke friends. Uh, but, you know, I was, I was giving a hard time. I was like, buddy, what are we doing? It's it's Clemson and UNC, and we're yeah. getting married today? Yeah. Uh, so we were in the back before everything got started, had the game on the TV, and the uh, groomsmen suite, and we're just <laughs> dialed in. And I was like, of course. I'm a groomsman with a bunch of UNC guys. They're going to find a way to shock Clemson. I'm just like, this is perfect. At the end right. of the day, love wins. My buddy's getting married <laughs> to his wife. Yeah. They're going to find a way to win yeah. this football game. Uh, but uh, ultimately, Clemson came up with a stop at the end. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think that's, I know for a fact, I will not get married during football season. <laughs> one, I have to watch the game. But if they lose, I feel like it'll be a bad omen. And I just can't do it. <laughs> I don't want the bad juju. So I'm getting married during baseball season. You know, it is what it is. We might win, we might lose. Spring and summer's, the, yeah. Spring and summer's exactly. the way to go, I believe. Exactly. I'm doing it when it's not too, too hot. You know, the humidity going on, you know, play with my mind. But like, <laughs> I definitely cannot get married during football season because I will be way too intense. And like, oh, the wedding, you're like, where's the bride? She's watching the last. Because <laughs> I was yeah. actually in the wedding. Show me here. Show me here. <laughs> yes. I was watching a wedding. I was in a wedding in October and I was watching Carolina, Virginia Tech. And they were like, I've never been to the bridal suite where like the girls are watching football. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> this is Carolina, Virginia Tech. Carolina might actually have to cover them for Locked on Tar Heels. So like, I have to watch this. So we're going to watch this, right? Like, so we're all getting ready, eating free sip of champagne and being like, Sam, how are we doing, big guy? <laughs> and they were doing yeah. well. So it, it made it easier to walk away from it. But I, I promise you I was on my phone watching it until we actually had to start walking. So it's all good. Love it. <laughs> the Love intensity it. is there. In case you missed any of today's show, I encourage you to follow at Locked on a at Locked on ACC so you can make sure you're dialed in. Stay tuned with the updates. JJ, can you remind folks of where they can find you and follow your work? 
Yeah, I would absolutely encourage people first and foremost to follow Locked on ACC because I really like what we got going here with you running the ship every day, Candace, and our great group of hosts coming on. And look, we're talking weddings and football season. <laughs> you never know what to expect uh, on Locked on ACC. But Amen. you can find me on, on social media as well. At LO underscore Blue Devils is the show for Locked on Blue Devils that I host every single day talking about everything going on in Duke Athletics. Duke and North Carolina and Virginia in the ACC are heading to play in the men's lacrosse Final Four this weekend. North Carolina also in the women's lacrosse Final Four and uh, some great softball going on as well. So a lot of things that I'll be talking about over on Lockdown Blue Devils. And you can follow me on Twitter, of course, at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore and I'm back every Tuesday with my girl Candace Cooper. There we go. And we gotta talk about some we gotta get some softball and baseball in here. Yeah. Talk about football. But I think next week we're gonna mix up the sports a bit because you know we gotta give them some love for sure. No doubt. And if you miss anything in terms of major sporting news, make sure you guys get caught up with Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski keeps you updated for up to 20 minutes a day on all the amazing sports news and needs with the help of the local guests. You can download the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Thank you guys so much for joining the Tuesday show. We hope you have a great one. And until next time.